Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Would you be the jerk for letting some acquaintances think you have a crunchy vegan baby? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for banning my sister and her boyfriend from my wedding? So my husband and I are getting married in December. My sister's boyfriend started asking if he could propose to my sister at my wedding. I obviously said no because that's our day only. He can propose the day after my wedding but not on my wedding. But he asked me again and again. I said no every time. The 50th time when he asked me, I said not only can't he propose at my wedding, but he can't even come to my wedding. Then my sister started to fight over this. She knew her boyfriend wanted to propose to her at my wedding. I said to her, that's going to be my day and my husband's only. She started to call me names because I banned her boyfriend from my wedding. She said that if I'm not going to let him propose to her, then she's going to ruin my wedding dress. She even said that she's going to sneak her boyfriend because she wanted all the family members to be present on her proposal. I said that's fine. She's also banned from my wedding now. A few days later, some family members called me to say I'm a heartless person because I broke my sister's heart. They said she cried because she wanted to be on my wedding. She wanted to see her little sister getting married. They also said that I should have just accepted her wish and let her boyfriend propose at my wedding. So Reddit, tell me, am I the jerk? I think it's almost rhetorical for OP to even be posting this year. I think they're pretty clearly not the jerk, right? Proposing on somebody else's wedding day without the party's approval is one of the nastiest things you can do. The most disrespectful things. Let alone the lengths the sister's admitting to going to to try to get this through. Also, hi, I'm Steven. And if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, Am I the jerk for refusing to stay somewhere else so my mom can have sex? It's my 19-year-old female birthday on Saturday and I planned to go out drinking and come home to sleep after I was done. My mom, female 43, came into my room the other day asking me if I want to go and stay somewhere on that Saturday night so she can have her man over to do the deed. I was obviously upset by this and told her I planned on coming home as I wanted to sleep in my own bed. She then persisted that I go and stay with a friend because she didn't want to have to go out to do whatever. My twin siblings would also be out of the house, they are five and staying with my grandparents. I said it's not my problem that she wants someone to stay over and I will be coming home to sleep. She then told me that she would be loud and make sure to wake me up to hear and made it clear she did not want me home. This could have been a joke, but either way that's not normal to say that to your child, right? For context, I've been hearing my mom hook up with her boyfriends at the time since I was around 10 years old, and I'd complained multiple times at hearing this. I obviously don't want to come home and hear my mom hooking up, but I also want to sleep at home as it's my bed and I too live there. We've been going back and forth on this, and now I'm going to stay somewhere else. But I feel like she's in the wrong for asking me to leave in the first place. I don't know what to think. I understand where she's coming from, but still... So, I don't think OP's the jerk, 
I think the issue here is it's okay enough, I think, to ask, but them really trying to force your hand and saying, well, I'm going to do it anyways, and it's going to be so loud, we're going to intentionally make it as intolerable as possible. That definitely is just too far. If you want to come home and rest, you have every right to do that, and they should be able to respect that. This next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to re-sign a lease weeks before leaving my pregnant sister homeless? I, 23-year-old female, have an Irish twin, 24-year-old female. We've been living together for two years. She's a single mom of a toddler. When we first moved in together, the apartment was only in her name and she let me live with her. I was finishing dental assisting school and couldn't qualify for an apartment on my own. I still paid half the rent and utilities. After graduating and getting a job, I became an official added roommate to the lease last year. I made a lot of money for my age, so when my sister was struggling to pay her half of the rent when her job cut her hours significantly, it was a no-brainer to start paying more. I could easily afford all the rent, so covering another 25% is nothing. Plus, I love her and my niece. My sister has no help whatsoever from the father, so I help her as much as I can. He works under the table so he doesn't get his wages garnished for child support. I have watched her struggle to afford daycare and food for her baby, so I also help her with that. Two days ago, my sister sits me down and tells me she has news. She's pregnant. My jaw dropped. I ask who the dad is and she starts crying. I didn't expect her to say her deadbeat baby daddy. I was shocked and she continued on her explanation. She saw a girl commenting under his posts and she went on her page and saw they'd taken pictures at the same place at the same time. The girl also posted him for his birthday weeks later saying, Happy birthday to my fiancé. She messaged her letting her know that he's a deadbeat and got blocked. Then her baby daddy called her saying she's a crazy bench and that led to them getting a hotel room and they slept with each other. All to prove some point to his fiance that he's not loyal and she can have him whenever she wants because she sent proof after they slept together, but the fiance stayed with him. As she's telling me this story, I just sit there upset. I started asking her if she went to the doctor and how far along is she. She said she did stop by Planned Parenting and got a scan. She's nine weeks. We live in a blue state, so abortion is legal here. I told my sister that I wasn't going to be re-signing the lease unless she got one. She looked at me with so much disgust and started crying harder. She called me an evil bench and said I'm a horrible person for making her choose between her baby or having housing. I told her with her hours now, she can't afford even half the rent, let alone the daycare she splits between me, our dad, and aunt. So to understand the position she's putting me in, since the responsibility is falling on me. She told our family, and they're ticked, saying I'm being heartless to even ask her that and that I shouldn't punish her, and if I should sign at least six months so she can get her crap together since five weeks isn't a lot of time. I said no. She's ungrateful for all the help I've done, so I'm out. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. They're saying I'm a jerk since when I didn't qualify, she let me live with her, even though I paid half. I really do get where OP's coming from. I don't know if I agree with OP's approach. I feel like OP was a bit too blunt about it, being just straight up like, get one or I'm not resigning the lease. I feel like maybe they could have phrased it or approached it maybe a little bit more gracefully, but I do get where they're coming from. It also definitely frustrates me to no end to see OP get treated, well, you're a jerk because she let you live with her at one point, when they don't even consider that OP paid half of things then. I don't know if I can truly fault OP. The bottom line here is OP doesn't want to be the one having to take care of this kid. Our next story is, am I the jerk for making rules that my daughter must follow in order to move back in? I have a 23-year-old daughter that I do not get along well with. I paid for her education and she dropped out her second year and was just pocketing the money I was sending her for school. She was partying hard in that time and went into stripping to make more cash. I stopped sending her money when I learned and she went no contact with me. I got a call from her asking if she can move back in and I told her on these conditions. She needs to start paying me back for college. She needs to have a respectable job so anything but being a stripper. She will need to clean and keep her areas clean. She can't bring people over, there are still young kids in the home. I don't trust her friends. We have a dry house, so no alcohol at all. No drugs of any kind, I don't care that weed is legal in my state. Finally, I will not support anyone else, so no boyfriend or friends getting any of my money that I give her to fix her life. This resulted in a huge argument, and she thinks I'm being a petty jerk for the rules. I'm getting calls I need to step up to help my kid. I mean, some of these things maybe don't have to be instant overnight. I'm assuming that they probably aren't expected to be overnight success changes in their lives, such as you need to start paying me back for college or having a respectable job. I can't imagine that upon moving in, they're just going to all of a sudden be making payments or have an instant job. A lot of these things are relatively common sense, mainly just like respecting the house as far as the drugs or alcohol. Even bringing people over is kind of just a respecting their house rule. Personally, I don't think the rules OP set here are too unreasonable. Really, I see them being set as a way to genuinely help them turn their life around if they subscribe to all those in that house. I mean, how are they not immediately on a fast track to getting better? Our next story is, am I the jerk for kicking out sister's friend over melatonin? Hi there, I apologize in advance because I'm so angry I'm shaking. My female 26 and husband 28 took in one of my little sister's friends, female 18, just shy of 19, let's call her Sam. Sam has been with us for almost a full year and we've been taking care of her. We also have two small children, three and one, who live in our home as well. 
We occasionally ask Sam to watch the kids for us when we have errands to run or want a date night, etc. She graduated high school in May and did not have a job over the summer, nor paid any sort of bills. So we didn't think it was a huge ask, considering we pay everything. Cell phone, shoes, clothes, anything she needs. We just finally trusted Sam enough to watch the kids overnight so we could go out of town to celebrate our anniversary. Everything went fine and we returned home with no issues, or so we thought. Today, I had some errands to run while husband went to work, so I asked Sam to watch the kids for about two hours last evening. Sam is in no way a morning person and it's very apparent. For reference, this is at 7.12am. The kids had just gotten up at 6.30. The morning when she got up to watch the kids, she instantly fell asleep back on the couch. Husband and I had to wake her up before we left. We have a car in the shop currently, so I was dropping him off, then doing my errands. I had to use the restroom after dropping him off, so I stopped back home. To find my house door unlocked and the home alarm not turned on, Sam was in the room with the kids sleeping. This was at 7.50am. She had no idea I ever entered the house. I was angry but got back into my car to go do what I needed to do. While I was driving, I had a nagging feeling to check the living room camera from after the time we left. What I see on the camera horrified me as a mom. Not even 10 minutes after we left, Sam goes to the spot we keep the children's melatonin. My child is autistic and takes it nightly and proceeds to plop one into my child's mouth. I saw red. I sent the video to my husband to confirm what I saw and he agreed. I then also sent it to my mom to triple check. I fly home and go inside to confront her. She lies and lies to me until she tells me that she actually did do it. I told her that she needed to be out of my house today by 1pm and she had a total meltdown. She gave me every reason in the book as to why she did it and freaked out that she has nowhere to go. I told a few people because I'm so upset I'm crying. I had some people who agreed with me, but some saying I shouldn't kick her out since she has nowhere to go, making me feel horrible. So my question to you is, am I the jerk for kicking her out over giving my child melatonin? Edit to update. Hi, sorry, this blew up more than I expected it to. First thing I want to address, she does now in fact have a safe place to go that is away from my children. Second, I agree, I could have done things differently. But upon watching the video of when I asked her, I was very calm, didn't have a raised voice, and did not come off as treating at all. To those saying that you can't be angry while calm, yes, yes you can. Third, I was very angry about the giving of melatonin, but now that I've calmed a bit, what I'm most angry about is giving my child something to try and sedate her so that she, Sam, could sleep longer because she didn't feel good and is tired, which I do in fact have her admitting on camera. She's told us no to babysitting multiple times, which is okay. I don't use it as a tool to control, I promise. She is able to come and go as she pleases. If she needs money or anything, I didn't hesitate to help out because of my own personal upbringing. Sam does in fact know that it is a nighttime only thing, recommended by my child's doctor, as she recently watched my child overnight for the first time ever, while my husband and I took one night away. Not a weekend, not a week, not even a full 24 hours, just one night. Fourth, looking back through our footage, I've caught more instances of this on the times I completely left the home with her watching the kids. I have two of the tamest children. Do they get wild occasionally? Yes. But no matter what, 
My child should not be given anything under the thought it would help induce sedation. Fifth, I had full hands walking out of the house today and just asked her to lock and turn the alarm on. I didn't think it was a hard task, but I take responsibility for not doing it myself. Six, somewhere I explained in a comment that when I came in to use the restroom, I was angry about the door situation. I also originally assumed that they were watching a movie or something in her room, which they've done plenty of times. I should have clarified that I didn't realize she was putting them to sleep until I watched the camera and that when I came back home for the second time is when I actively caught her in the act of sleeping. When Hubs and I left this morning, we had fully woken her up and she was having a full conversation with us before we headed out the door. She was sitting on our couch. I'm sorry this is long and confusing. I was angry and in fight or flight when writing this, mostly worried about my child. For things that I've done wrong, I will accept responsibility 100%, but I will also not put my children's health and safety at risk, ever. So just judging from the updates, it seems like they got a lot of kind of ripping into them about some details here, like OP not setting the alarm and locking the door themselves, which sure. But also, I agree with OP that it was a very minor task for somebody that's supposed to be watching these kids. At the end of the day, I completely understand where OP's coming from, where you have this person who was in charge of watching these kids just going and getting this medicine and trying to feed it to the kids to sedate them. In no world is that ever going to be fine, and if you're capable of doing that, having this mindset of intentionally seeking out supplements to give these kids to sedate them, I wouldn't want you around my kids either. Forget just when they're babysitting, what if the kids are having a loud day, the parents aren't looking? Would they not be capable of giving them something in that situation too? This is a 19-year-old that's doing this. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my mom she was wrong to leave me during my labor? I'm a 23-year-old female, and I recently gave birth to a baby boy. My relationship with his father wasn't exactly a healthy one, and so it was mutually decided that he wouldn't take a personal role in raising his baby. Instead, I'd raise him with my mom and dad, 58-year-old female and 60-year-old male. My parents had never approved of the relationship and certainly didn't like my boyfriend. Despite that, upon learning about my pregnancy, they were absolutely amazing and provided me with a lot of support. Naturally, I asked my mom if she would be my birthing partner, and she happily accepted. As the months went on, however, my mom started becoming distant with me. She was still wonderful and helped me so much with things like setting up a nursery in the spare room, rubbing my back when it ached, and providing advice. But something seemed colder about her. Upon asking my dad, he told me I was being silly and that mom was fine. One night I came downstairs only to see my mom crying on the sofa and clutching one of the soft toys we'd bought for my baby. She saw me and yelled at me to go upstairs and leave her be. She expressed that she still wanted to be my birthing partner the next day, and I perhaps stupidly glossed over it. Soon enough, the day came that I went into labor. I was concerned about mom's behavior, but I wanted her with me, and she came into the delivery room. 
maybe an hour into my labor, my mom said she felt stifled and needed to get some air. She was gone for over an hour, and one of the nurses went to try and find her, but couldn't. I rang her and told her she was wrong to have left me, and she screamed at me that my labor was my problem, not hers. I hung up and basically spent the rest of my labor in tears. My dad came as fast as he could from work and was furious at my mom. Some extended family members are now saying that I was cruel to my mom for expecting her to be there for the whole birth, and they agreed with her that I shouldn't be expecting her to fix my problem. I didn't agree, but now I'm feeling guilty. Did I expect too much of my mom? I don't think OP's the jerk here. I don't quite understand as much as OP doesn't understand, I'm sure, why their mom is acting the way they are. Are they secretly having regrets over having to take care of this child? Is that the issue? Whatever it is, for OP and the baby's sake, you'd want to hear from her what the problem is and why she left. If the truth is, she doesn't really even want to have to help out, at least be kind enough to own up to it so you don't have to play charades for the next 18 years. This next story is, am I the jerk for either letting my mom be homeless or offering her a plane ticket to our home country? I, 29-year-old female, am originally from a North African country, but currently live in the UK. When I was five, my dad divorced my mom and vanished. Two years later, she met a guy online, married him, and moved to France. She lied to him, said she was never married and had no kids, so I was forced to pretend that she was not my mother when they visited every other year. I was left with my grandma, and she did her best to raise me. She was pretty old by then, so I ended up being the caretaker when I got a bit older. Nevertheless, I knew my best bet was to study hard, so I did so. I went to a top engineering school, then started working for a multinational. Then I was promoted and moved to the French branch. By then, my grandma had passed away. My mom already had pretty much no contact with me, and her kids thought me as the orphan that their grandma used to raise, so I didn't even tell her that I moved to France. Two years ago, I moved to a new company in the UK, and I make a pretty good living, and with no one to support, I am pretty financially secure. Then my mom reached out to me. Apparently her husband divorced her, her kids can't help her, I don't know why, she mentioned some financial reasons, so she got my number from a cousin I'm in contact with and wants me to move her in with me. I told her that will not be happening. The only help I'll be offering was a plane ticket back to our home country, and then she can do whatever she wants. But as far as I'm concerned, I don't owe her anything. Most of my family are on her side, mainly because of religious and cultural reasons, but I wanted to make sure that I wasn't letting resentment cloud my judgment. I agree with OP. I think they don't owe them anything. They were never a part of their life. And ultimately, even if they were, it's still OP's money, it's still OP's house, and it's OP's belongings. Offering a plane ticket to a location where maybe they'd be able to fend for themselves or live with some other people is more than I feel like most people in this situation would do anyways. This next story is, am I the jerk for not letting my partner use my suitcase? I'm being petty at worst in my opinion but I think calling me names was uncalled for. My partner sprung a random trip to his parents on me, didn't even ask if I wanted to go. You know I had the time off and booked all the tickets. This annoyed me as this is exactly what happened last time, but at least this time I have two days notice and no plans I can't cancel. I remember how unprepared I was last time. I had no travel cases and tried to fit a week's worth of clothing into two backpacks. This time I went online and found an overhead suitcase. 
Before I placed my order, I asked my partner if he wanted one too, and he just laughed saying he doesn't need to take much. His mother will wash the clothes he wears. Fast forward to just now and I finished packing. I walk out the room for a second and come back to my partner, removing some things from my case for his own. I ask him what he was doing, and he just replied that he couldn't fit everything in his, since I overpack, he's going to use some of the space in the case. I reminded him that he didn't want a suitcase, that he didn't need one, and that I need everything I've packed. To this he just laughed, throwing my jeans to the floor. I walked over and shut the case, waited for him to back away, and handed him back his shoes and clothes. While I replaced and folded my own, he began calling me a witch and all other names calling me a neat freak. I will admit, had he asked nicely, I could have found some room. It was just the assumption he would use it when he mocked me for buying it. Am I the jerk? Is OP not seeing what's going on here? This guy doesn't seem particularly great, I cannot lie. I kind of felt gross and disgusted when OP described how they explained he didn't want a suitcase and he just responded with laughing and throwing OP's clothes on the floor. I've spent way too much of my life around people like that. Just reading that has a twinge of stress-inducing for me. Bottom line here, in my opinion, is OP is far from being the jerk. But there is one pretty clearly in this story. Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking a customer with a guide dog to come back another day? I, female 34, own a very small shop selling trinkets and I normally run this during the day by myself. The other day, a customer with a guide dog wanted to browse. I could clearly tell it was definitely a guide dog. However, I have a severe allergy to dogs, and on top of that have asthma. When I was younger, an allergic reaction to a dog triggered an asthma attack, and so now I'm very wary of being in a closed space with dogs. That's why when I saw this customer, I asked if it would be okay for the dog to remain outside, but I could possibly leave the door open. This is when the customer started shouting at me and calling me names, saying I was discriminating against them. The customer said that it's a guide dog that has to be with them at all times, and it's against the law for me to not allow the dog to enter. I offered for her to come another day where I could get my friend to cover the time she would be in the store, and then get everything deep cleaned after, but the customer wasn't okay with that since they wanted to browse right now. Throughout this conversation, I could already feel slight symptoms coming along, such as itchy eyes, nose, and throat. The customer shouted at me for a while, which people passing could hear, but no one intervened or helped. Eventually, I just had to shut and lock the door so that they could not enter, and I closed up for the day. They've now left a horrific review on my store, saying that I discriminate against those with a disability. Should I have just sucked it up and let them into my shop? In most situations, turning down somebody from entering your shop because they have a guide dog would make you the jerk. But in this situation, it's a very small, non-super official shop or anything just run by seemingly just OP. I feel like it's more than understandable the issues OP had here, and it's not about the disability. It's about the fact that OP would probably have to close the store for the day after sitting through letting that dog inside. This isn't like shutting the automatic doors at the Walmart entrance, you know? Our next story is, am I the jerk for accidentally letting my sister's friends think I have a crunchy vegan baby? To preface, I do not have a crunchy vegan baby and I think this is mostly a misunderstanding. My daughter is 6 months old and breastfed. I'm vegan, my husband isn't, and our toddler is vegetarian or vegan-ish. 
He doesn't like animal dairy but will ravish eggs. We don't cook meat in the home, although my husband eats it out of the home and our toddler isn't a fan. Before anyone jumps on my butt, he has been introduced to it because his dad eats it. He just prefers fries. Same kid. Anyway, I took my daughter to my parents' house about a week ago. My mom is also vegan, so we were eating our tofu and rice. My daughter has just started solids, so she was also going ham on my plate. My parents' dog ate more than I did. My younger sister, 15, had her friends over. They were having burgers or something and watching me with my daughter. After I ate, I nursed her and one asked if I was vegan. I said yes. She got this weird kind of look and asked if my baby was going to be vegan. I just kind of shrugged because, you know, she could be a dairy-hating fry fiend like her brother or a cheeseaholic like her daddy. Maybe, maybe not. My sister's friend nodded and spoke to me a little more before leaving. I thought it was a little odd but shrugged it off. Teens are weird creatures sometimes. Anyway, unbeknownst to me, this teen had decided I was a crazy vegan crunchy mom. There's a few TikTokers who are apparently stupid about their kids' safety and happen to be breastfeeding vegans, like yours truly. I thought all was well. My sister sent me a link on the importance of a balanced diet for kids, among a few other bits, and eventually I called her. I was like, what the heck? And she started going on about how I was a bad mom. I told her to watch her mouth, and she blew up and said I was the one with a crunchy vegan baby. So, turns out, her friends are all convinced my children are terribly abused by my veganism, and because she'd never seen my toddler eat meat, it was clearly true. I told her to calm the freak down, explained my parenting, yada yada. She then got mad because all her friends think I'm a terrible mom, and I should have been clearer and not just shrugged her friend's question off because I should have known what they would have assumed I meant. I think she's being dramatic. They were worried, wires got crossed, all is well. She's still acting like it's the worst thing in the world, so basically, am I the jerk for making a mistake and having my sister's friends think I got a crunchy vegan baby? As a side note, my husband was feeling petty, so we went and got ribs for lunch. Filmed little lady eating her first rib, I can now firmly say she will not be a vegan, vegetarian, or anything of the sort. Happier than a kid on Christmas. I say bottom line here, as long as you're taking care of your kid the way you're supposed to, making sure they get all the nutrition they need, you're definitely not the jerk for them misunderstanding. And now apparently I've got to do some research to catch up on what the heck a crunchy vegan baby is. Our next story is, am I the jerk for losing it on my family? I, 29-year-old female, have gotten myself into a mess and maybe you guys can tell me if I'm in the wrong. My husband, 30-year-old male, and I invited my family to stay with us until they could find a new home. Their house burnt down and they became homeless. This was my mom, female 51, my dad, 54-year-old male, and my grandmother, 72-year-old female. At first it wasn't a problem. We have the room and everyone besides my grandmother can care for themselves. It did make things a little crowded with five adults, two kids, one-year-old male and five-year-old male, and our dog, but we managed since it wasn't supposed to be for long. Things spiraled quick though, and I ended up having to care for everyone. From the moment I wake up each morning, it's nothing but, OP, can you do this? OP, can you do that? OP, you should do this or that. I don't even have the chance to sit down and eat until everyone's in bed and forget time with just my husband and the kids. It got worse a few days ago when we found out our dog is very sick and needs round-the-clock care for a while. 
The final straw was when my mom started complaining that the house wasn't clean enough. I sat everyone down and told them I need a break and I was now expecting everyone to pull their weight around the house. I wasn't asking anyone to do any chores, just pick up after themselves, and if they needed something while I was busy, to get it themselves. This started a screaming match with my mom with her calling me a lazy bench because they are guests. I screamed back that yes, this was my house, but I'm not their servant. My parents are now not speaking to me, and my family saying I was way out of line for losing it the way I did because that's my parents. Am I the jerk? I definitely don't think OP's the jerk here. They're being treated like a 15-year-old who's still living in their parents' house who never worked a day in their life and doesn't do anything else with their day. Maybe in that situation, and even then I think it's a little excessive to be like, OP, can you do this? OP, can you do that? I think one of the most irritable things growing up is when my parents asked me to do all these little things for them, just like in passing, especially if it's fixing something they did wrong, like if they made a mess or they spilt something. I just understand why at some point OP is kind of blowing up. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy am I the jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.